Welcome, 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 everybody. It's been a minute since I've been on with you. Tonight, we got an annual event through River City Media with our Reckless Speculation guys appearing on camera and uh, their show, Reckless Speculation. Of course, right now, it's being broadcast to all sides. We've got a lot of coverage tonight, and hopefully a lot of people will see this. I'm going to get out of the way, and I'm going to turn it over to Robbie Davis just, just to say hello. What's up, Robbie? Hey, man. Uh, good to have you back. And also, this is my favorite time of the year. Uh, tomorrow through the end of Sunday is the best four days in sports, in my opinion. And so um, I will be um, at the bar probably tomorrow and Friday and Saturday and Sunday. Uh, not much work getting done on my end, but yes, good, glad to be here. Are, are you still headed to the same place as last year? Because I may Uber down. Um, yes, I think I will be, um, at walk-ons tomorrow for the games and then, uh, well, cause we, you know, we have, we have the noon starts and then we have a nine forty Tennessee tip off. So yeah. there uh, may have to be a, a, a nap in there somewhere. Uh, all right. I'm going to say, I, look, I'm not supposed to do this doctor. I just took it off for the show. Okay. If you're watching, I just took it off coming in from Washington, D.C. up with man, Little girl is having the time of her life. I love the pictures you've seen it. Yeah. Vacation. Vacation's more than a Kardashian. It is brand new. <laughs> What's going on, boys? Uh, I'm excited about this, too. Although it's not my forte, I do enjoy uh, March Madness just like anyone else. So looking forward to brackets. And like Robbie said, this whole weekend is just packed full of last-minute shots and excitement and hype and you know you can't just pick your the favorite in every game so it's always fun well you know brandon one thing i discovered was by us waiting to do this until wednesday because we usually do it when we're live and i was Mm going to comment on that real fast um how much did your if you had done this initially and they would put these brackets out and you saw teams like you didn't know like oral roberts and florida atlantic and you filled out a bracket or made an instant reaction. Those would be the teams that you automatically overlooked and went on past them like Drake. So waiting a few days, mm-hmm. it changed my perspective. How about you? Oh, definitely. Uh, I mean, I filled out several brackets and changed all of them several times. Uh, I keep going back and forth and then somehow I end up pretty close to where I started on most of them. But, uh, yeah, definitely. And it gave me a little more time to do some research here on some of the downtime uh, here on vacation. So it's been nice. Well, I'm going to start out west. I'm going to bring Robbie on. Robbie, um, we'll come to you, Brandon, after Robbie. Maybe you can steal a couple of Robbie's pits. But, Robbie, let's start out west. And I want to give you a couple of minutes just to talk about the west bracket. And we said it before I came on the air. And I've talked to several people. I was on a Talked to another friend of mine that's on a show in Nashville. He said he didn't know if the West was the easiest bracket or the hardest bracket. And I think it's some teams that it, it's hard to judge, um, especially at the top with Kansas after Texas kind of blew them out. So let me start you out West and get some gut feeling from you. Um, yeah, so out West, and sorry I'm having some camera issues at the moment, so let me take my bracket off of my screen, off my backdrop here, so I can look into the camera. Um, so out West, um, so I think this is a very tough bracket. So looking 
whenever, um, you know, conference play was going on, I was like, oh, the Zags, you know, they're, they're going to be my Final Four team. And then they got paired with UCLA. Um, Kansas is in there. UConn, I think, is extremely underrated. They're number four in Ken Palm, uh, who judges statistical efficiency on both offensive and defensive. They're the fourth in the country, and they're fourth in this bracket. I think this t- this bracket's loaded. St. Mary's is good. Um, Arkansas can beat anybody, and they can look terrible. Tennessee beat them by 40, I think, uh, without Ziggler. So, um, yeah, this this is going to be – if you're looking for a chaos bracket, I think this is the one that, that you're going to look for. Robbie, before we go on to Brandon, I had one question about Kansas on the top line. Losing twice to Texas, a two seed, was Kansas clearly still a number one seed? And are they the – I think the attorney uh, committee called them the fourth seed overall. Um. Yeah, so the, the Big 12, to me, and I'll get to Kansas, I'll, I'll loop some to Kansas and Texas. Um, I'm interested to see what they do in this tournament because I've seen Kansas play and I've seen Texas play, and neither of them were able to hang with the Vols at all. Um, Tennessee led the whole game against Kansas on a neutral field court um, in the Bahamas. And Tennessee ran away from Texas and Knoxville. Knoxville's not an easy place to play, but I didn't walk away from either of those games thinking that those teams were particularly that good for a number or two, one or two seed. Um, and so, I mean, I think you got you can't overlook that this is a television show, right? And so, you still want Kansas as a blue blood because with no North Carolina. Uh, Duke is a five. Kentucky is a six. If you need some star power, I get why they put Kansas as a, as a one. Not not deserving, but I get it. Understand. Understand. That's probably the best case after listening to the talking heads for four or five days. It's probably the best case I've heard for Kansas being on that one line. Brandon, um, they are – you seem to be honking around looking at some upsets, and that's been your modus operandi through this show for a couple of years. Let's take a look out west. Do you see anything uh, creeping out there that's going to uh, – it's going to be a shocker to anybody? Not a huge shocker, but, I mean, going through this, looking at it, I kind of like Boise State over Northwestern. Uh, you know, the Big Ten's had a down year. Uh, Northwestern has just kind of fallen off as of late. Um, there's been some situations uh, they haven't covered in the last few games leading up to the tournament. So um, it would not be a, a big stretch for Boise State to come out ahead. Uh, I mean, it's a seven versus 10, so not a major upset, but um, I, I do like that position. And then, look, I know uh, St. Mary's is, is great, but BCU, I'd look for them too. I mean, they seem to always be tournament ready. And, you know, they they thrive on these big upset games and they're always a low seed. So uh, I would not be surprised if, if you saw that happen as well. All right. Um, anything else you got out, Wes? 
I really like uh, UConn. I, I agree with Robbie's analysis there. I think they're very underrated in this bracket. Um, I think Kansas is weak. Texas is a better team, in my opinion. And UConn could easily um, take this bracket. UCLA, they're, they're injured. I would have had them ahead of UConn minus the injury. But, you know, that being said, I like UConn coming out of this one. I think it's interesting that – and going back to Kansas, Randall, that uh, the committee didn't put Kansas in Kansas City. Yeah. And the thought, so I thought for both a sales perspective, um, that was odd because that's a, a, a hometown team – like I don't I don't know why you wouldn't put them there uh, just for easy selling of of tickets and and just kind of atmosphere. I I thought it was odd too. Um, I I really I kind of I was kind of shocked by I don't know. It, there's there's our boy Raj I believe. Let's get him in here too before we move and on. And then you have St. Mary's who's a five who I think's a dangerous five. But UConn's better, and so I don't think St. Mary's makes it past the second round. So if you're going to pick an upset, I don't hate that VCU pick to try to grab a point in the first round, and it doesn't kill you moving through your bracket. I, I like that. Like I said earlier, too, and we'll bring Roger, <clears throat> Roger in while we're uh, moving over. <laughs> I picked up my upsets, a lot of them in the first round and then kill them in the second round. That way I don't lose double points if it goes. Rob, we're talking about the West bracket. We've kind of ran through the top of it. We've kind of ran through the bottom of it. Give me your gut reaction to the West bracket, and then we're going to pick through it uh, with everybody at the same time. Yeah, my apologies. Uh, Just for you, Randall, I showed up late. Uh, I was actually getting ready. (laughs) Uh, I leave tomorrow for Columbus, Ohio, uh, for the first session, uh, USC, Michigan State, uh, and then Vermont Marquette. So I'm pretty stoked on that. Uh, it is a 9:15 start, by the way, local. So uh, that blows. But going to the West, I love that VCU pick. I heard that. Um, you know, it, it's just a much more athletic team. They're a 12 for a reason in a tough conference. Um, you know, Arkansas, Illinois, I read that there will be uh, a number of pro scouts there, two guys on each team, um, especially Nick Smith Jr. And um, that's going to be a tight game. You know, we this is one of those that we don't know how great these conferences are. Um, Arkansas, you know, how much defense is played in the SEC? I know Bama is outstanding, but I can't shake that 40-point loss at it under 500 OU team or a 500 team. But back to the original point, um, you know, I don't see Kansas getting out of this. I I know that UConn is a trendy pick, and there's a reason why, and it starts with Adam uh, Sanogo, who's just a monster, a walking double-double, one of a few guys uh, that does that. Um, But really the hottest team in the country is Gonzaga. And – I would have picked UCLA to come out of this bracket, but losing Jalen Clark, who is the best defender in all of college basketball, um, man otherwise leads the steals, kills them. So I am going Gonzaga 
Um, but I would not be surprised actually if the six seed TCU came out of this bracket. Well, that sets us up perfectly. I'm going to run through a couple of the games. If you have opinions, you stop me. Then when I ask them questions, but we're going to get through the whole bracket real fast. Kansas over Howard. I don't think there's anybody that can disagree with that, but I'm going to start somewhere that Robbie talked about, Brandon, uh, Arkansas, Illinois. That's a, that's a, that's a 50, 50 game. 50, 50 game. Um, again, I'm going Arkansas here. Um, steering clear of the big 10, except for one team we'll get to later. Uh, they just they've had a down year. Uh, Arkansas played Bama pretty well in the championship game, and I, I like their, you know, their traction right now and where they're headed. So I, I like Arkansas to get there to face Kansas. I don't think they'll make it past the second round. Then anybody besides me on Illinois? Okay, I just think Arkansas is too athletic overall. I am the Lone Ranger there, Rod. You brought this one up earlier. Uh, St. Mary's VCU. Is there any? I, I mean, I, I'm, my bracket uh, is St. Mary's, but I, I think I've heard VCU brought up twice already. Yeah, again, a 27 and 17, first in the Atlantic 10, which is a solid, solid conference. Um, just a super balanced team. Um, five guys averaging about 10 points a game. Uh, they play defense really well. Uh, I I just see that. They're very athletic, um, led by their point guard, Andre Baldwin Jr. And, you know, we know what we're going to get with St. Mary's. And I just think that after their showing with Gonzaga, um, VCU, uh, excellent, well-coached team, um, this is probably my favorite, quote, 12-5. Cool. Uh, you did – we'll go real fast back. You, you mentioned Iona over UConn. Did you see that in the first round? Yeah, and really it's just Iona and Rick Patino, but I'm I'm going UConn. It's another trendy pick, but uh this is a strong UConn team. All right, Robbie, you're gonna get the second round here by yourself. Then we've got Kansas, Arkansas, probably looking at either VCU St. Mary's versus UConn. Are we are well I'll just ask everybody this. Is anybody putting Kansas out? <laughs> Um, not to Arkansas. No, it, it, neither one of those teams, mm -hmm. actually, Arkansas or, or, or Illinois. I agree with Brandon. The Big Ten has been a little overrated this year. Um, and then, no, Kansas is just too good. Uh, Bill Self's health is a wild card, but they've got enough to make it to, out of the, the first weekend. I do actually have uh, Arkansas in one bracket. Um, you've got three young freshmen – or, uh, well, I mean, three NBA prospects on that team, uh, the Mitchell brothers. When you got young kids in the tournament, it can go one of two ways, and I think it'll go the way of just a super athletic team. Um, I believe that Terrence uh, Shannon, or was it McCullough, or Kevin McCullough, Kevin McCullough, both uh, T uh, Texas Tech transfers, by the way, um, is his health is up in the air, and mm – -hmm. Kansas is a very rigid team. So in one of my brackets, I'm going with the athletes. All right, guys. Only The only question in the bottom side of this bracket that I've heard any of y'all bring up, then we'll get to that Elite Eight number and who's going to the Final Four. 
are we in consensus or are we split over VCU Northwestern? I, I, I'm with Brandon. You mean, oh, you. you mean Boise Northwestern? Boise Northwestern. I'm sorry. I tried to throw VCU in there. <laughs> Boise Northwestern. I've got Northwestern. Rog? Same. All right. We're going to split that one 50-50. I think everybody's on UCLA. I think everybody's on Gonzaga. TCU wins the uh, the uh, play-in game. Uh, we get out to the second round. Of well, this. I, I want to see how Arizona State looks tonight. I wouldn't give TCU an automatic go at it right yet. I, uh, man, I think every year one of these eleven seeds has won. Absolutely. So I didn't, I didn't think Mississippi State's good enough to take on Iowa State. So if I'm looking at those two. Well, there's two Big 12 schools. I think one of those two go to, goes down. I agree entirely. Uh, you're already in playoff mode, and every year one of these teams seems to travel very, very far. Um, I personally think it will be Pitt, uh, but Arizona State is four transfers, all seniors, I believe. The Cambridge brothers, Warren Washington from Nevada, um, Frankie Collins, they did beat a USC team that was banged up 77-72. Um, but they're coming together, and so I think that makes them dangerous. I personally went with Pitt as my 11, um, but I could see them both. I agree with you entirely. All right, guys, let's pick it out. Who gets to the lead out of this bottom side? In my bracket, I have UCLA playing Gonzaga. Anyone did, anyone's got anything different than that? Wait, the- that's in the Sweet 16. Thing. Going to the lead eight to play Kansas. Uh, so in the are you asking my sweet sixteen picks or my lead eight picks? The bottom half of that West bracket that's that Oh yeah, I've got I've got I've got the Zags and UCLA also. Okay. Same. All right. Zags, UCLA. Just give me your pick one at a time. Start with Robbie. Zags. Rog. Same, quickly, fascinating. Number one, Ken Palm adjusted offense against one of the best defensive teams in the country. Uh, Showdown two years ago in the Final Four. So I am stoked on this game. Hopefully it happens. Uh, Yeah. Brandon? Zags. Zags. All right, let's pause it there. We're going to remember we've got Kansas, Zags in the Elite Eight, and then we'll come back and we pick the Final Four. Oh, no, I have UConn. UConn, sorry. Yeah. I have UConn, Zags in the, in the Elite Eight. Did everyone else have Kansas? Yes, I think so. No, I have UConn no. as well. Okay, I have two. UConn, Zags. Okay, I'm the I'm Kansas, Zags, so I'm the only one. This is scaring me that our brackets are so similar. At yeah, the like, yeah like, we're screwed. Hey, I wanna, you, you should be scared because I know nothing about this, and <laughs> your, your brackets are matching mine. This is not good. We're uh we we got about five behind <clears throat> on that one, so I want to jump to the brick bracket I I think is the most chalk, and that would be we're going to jump to the Midwest where Houston's a number one seed, uh, Texas is a number two seed, the number three seed uh, is let me make sure because I kept getting this mixed up Xavier, Xavier, and then Indiana. I will tell you all now, and I'm going to give you plenty of time to talk. I don't have a bracket. That isn't Houston versus Texas in my 15 brackets that I turned in. And we'll start with, 
Let's go Robbie first. So, Robbie, am I just dreaming? I'll say this for my final thoughts, but that's what you just said irritates me. You're 15 brackets, but I'll we'll get I'll get to that later. I don't know that I have 15. I did a I do three for work. There's there's you feel I'm with you, a dude. Bracket a bracket. Just, nah, I don't know. I got like five or six. Um, I think this is the um, this is the toughest one that I had to fill out. Um, man, A and M being a seven seed that is tough. For Texas in the second round, tough for A and M. Um, I think we talk. I think everyone likes Drake's the popular twelve pick this year. Yeah, Miami, Miami a month ago was a team I was thinking was going to the Final Four, but just injuries have plagued them. I don't think they make it out of the first round. Um, Auburn, Iowa, both are equally dangerous and equally terrible at the same time. Um, you don't know. <laughs> well said. Yeah, I mean, they, I don't like, – <laughs> Never they're, know. They're, 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 they're the March Madness team, right? Like, they could get hot and beat anybody or they can get beat by 40. <laughs> um, I, I, I think Xavier's probably the steadiest team outside of Houston. Um so I toyed with this A and M Texas game. That was probably the hardest matchup that I had in this whole bracket. I ended up picking Texas, but that one was tough for me. Uh, and when you talk about sports rival, nothing's better than Texas Texas A and M. I mean, that, outside of Alabama Auburn, Ohio State Michigan, that's a top five rival. All right, Rod, uh, Midwest. I'll be honest with you. When I looked at the Midwest, I thought Rod is going to hate this bracket. I just see teams out there that I think that you don't like. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, man. I was at that Miami game last year. Foul called with three seconds left in a tie game. That sucked. Miami's runs a four guard lineup, and Omer, uh, I may be pronouncing his name wrong, is their only forward, a big banger. He got hurt in the ACC's championship game, or not the championship game against Duke in the semifinals, 66 seconds in. Um, that's a tough thing, and I love Kent State in this game. Um, oh, sorry. Um, I took Miami to get past Drake. Just similar styles and senior guards is also one of my big things. Um, you need leaders. You need guards that make great decisions, and Miami and Kent State have those. So I have Miami moving on and Kent State. The flip side, as Rob said, Auburn, their guards are freaking just – you never know. I call them sucky. Um, but, yeah, that's senior guards when you're going down the list. Iowa State, same thing, man. I don't, you never know what you're getting with those guys. And how good is the Big 12? Uh, Xavier moving on. Texas A&M senior guards, although Penn State seems hot. I'm not a Big 10 guy, and uh, I love this Texas team. That is my first round. I, I love this. Hey, Brandon, you and I have been talking about Drake on text for about three days and Miami being shorthanded a little bit. <laughs> Is it guys that don't know anything about basketball just loves Drake or I think there's reason to like Drake in this game. Yeah. From what the research I've done, I, I like Drake because of that. They're Miami shorthanded right now. And, 
you know, you got to pick and choose where you want an upset. You can't just go chalk the whole way because it, it's March Madness. So you've got to find those, like we discussed pre-show, uh, some of those that you look to get maybe still a point early that's not going to kill you in the later rounds, you know, advancing. Um, I, I wouldn't have Miami or Drake going very far uh, past the second round. Actually, neither of them past the second round, so – I like Drake there. Just, you know, it's kind of one of those off-the-cuff shoot and pray. Um, but I also do – the one Big Ten team I do like in this tournament is Penn State. Uh, so, I don't think there's going to be a Texas Texas A&M, you know, big game. Penn State's on fire right now. Uh, they played Purdue really well. Championship game. Uh, I, I like what I've seen out of them as of late and – I think they can make a splash here, um, you know, at least to make it past them and into the second round. All right, man. And, and, and shout out for years, we've all drove to Atlanta and we have drove past Kennesaw state who uh, a decade ago was a little side stop. Seemed like junior college who now is in the big dance as a 14 seed. And you got to give a shout out to Kennesaw state or, I'm going to give my shout-out to Kennesaw State. Well said, man. One of two teams named the Owls, by the way. Nice, nice. Only Rod would know that. <laughs> going to run through it real fast. Houston, Northern Kentucky. Houston. Iowa, Auburn. Robbie, I heard you have more opinion on this game than anybody. Uh, I, I picked Auburn, but it's just because I like Bruce Pearl, I think. Yes, yeah, the coin toss. Um, Auburn got bounced out the first game in the uh, SEC tournament. I don't know if they should have even been in the in the tournament at all. Uh, they got in because they beat an injured Tennessee team at home, and um, to be a nine seed, I think they're they're extremely overseeded. Should have been one of the first or the last four in if they got in. Well said. And so, yeah, I like Iowa in this game. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think our region gets obsessed with Bruce Pearl, but this Auburn team's not very good. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Man of Florida and Drake. You've already heard, Raj. Brendan and I, seems like we were both on Drake. You mentioned Miami of Florida. Where are you going there? I'm going with Miami, but Drake is one of the hottest teams in the country. You guys are right. Won 16 out of 18 and uh, 44th in Ken Palm defensive efficiency. So if I, I think Miami will get by, but without Omer, uh, it, it's going to be tight, man. And it's going to be tight. All right. Good guards, though. Does anybody uh, like Pitt coming out of the playing game over Iowa State? Raj does. I do. I do. And really, it's a senior guard and uh, already in playoff mode. So, although Arizona State looks pretty good right now, um, uh, I do have Pitt moving on. Rob's not going to like it, but that's in two of my, like, five brackets. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's keep moving on. Xavier, Kennesaw State. Let's give it to Xavier. Well, I, I, let me back up real quick. I did just get pointed out. I did forget this. Auburn is playing in Birmingham 
um, which is a de facto home game. So, which Houston got screwed on that. So I still like Iowa, but that is uh, just a not only should Auburn not be in, but they get a home game seems a little unfair. All right, Robbie, I got you up already. Texas A and M, Penn State. Um, two of the hottest teams coming down the down the stretch. Um, look, A and M finished second in the SEC regular season. That's a tough conference. Won some good hard games. They're seventh seed in the whole tournament. Um, I think they are uh, seated too high or too low. I guess it would be. Um, motivation Penn State's good and Penn State got a bad draw too uh this is a game that neither one of these teams should be playing each other in round one uh with that being said I like AM. uh I do too Raj or Brandon uh I heard you mentioned Penn State was one of your few yeah uh, are you still on the Nittany Lions here I am uh one of the only Big Ten teams I like in this tournament so I'm I'm taking them to make it at least to the second round uh they're gonna lose to Texas all right, let's move on out to Texas and Texas A&M, if, they, if that does happen. Uh, of course, you think it's Penn State. Rod, Texas, Texas A&M happens. I, that's just a huge game in my head. Massive. Uh, I'd go with Texas. Just too much punch, in my opinion, led by Marcus Carr. Uh, but Timmy Allen, the Utah transfer, his health has been up and down, and that's a big, big guy to see uh, – whether or not he's going, but I love Texas uh, final four team, in my opinion. Sorry. All right. All right. Well, I'm just, uh, just save a little time. We're going out to the lead eight. I'm going to one, maybe go around the horn. Everybody's got the one. My one thing in this bracket, if Drake does win in the opening round, I like Drake to the sweet 16. I think Indiana, it's not a guarantee. You can't make guarantees, but I do like Drake Indiana matchup. I also, I agree completely with you on Texas. My final two in this bracket is in the Elite Eight is Houston and Texas and everyone holding seed. Robbie, what about you? Elite Eight, as far as we um, Yeah, I have Houston and Texas as well. I do agree with you. Um, if you're picking an upset in that 5-12-4-13, whoever you picked, uh, if you just pick one to upset, go ahead and send them onto the Sweet 16. I think all those teams, or at least the four of the five, are both vulnerable. And uh, either could lose in the first round and either could lose in the second round. So, Drake, Kent State, if you're picking one of those, pick one to go to the Sweet 16. All right, Brendan, uh, Elite Eight. Uh, Elite Eight, I've got Houston and Texas. But I do like um, Iowa State coming past Xavier with a little upset there to get to the Sweet 16. So. Nice, nice. Raj, go ahead and give me an Elite Eight. Uh, this is just an amazing bracket for guards. Marcus Sasser for Houston is a game-time decision tomorrow, and because of that, I'm going with Texas's big three um, over A&M's two and uh, Houston's uh, three as well. So give me Texas all the way. All right, guys, I want to ask you a question. Do we want to get to the other two regions and then come back and pick the Elite Eight as a group? Or do we want to do this side, Elite Eight, to start with and then move to the other side? I say go through, and I just gave mine. I love Texas. All right. All right, Robbie, I'm going to throw you up. 
uh, let's talk about the Elite Eight side of this. We've got Houston and Texas, Kansas and Gonzaga was kind of the consensus. And if you disagree with that, you can go your own way there. But Well, I think UConn and the Zags were the consensus. UConn. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so we have the consensus is you, Houston, Texas, UConn, and the Zags. I have Houston <laughs> beating Texas. I had Kansas, so I'm going to do what I thought was right. Now, if y'all screwed it up, UConn is it. I think I've got Houston in a very, very close game. I think the Zags uh, handle UConn. Um, The Zags are looking like one of the best teams in the country right now. Great, Like Raj said earlier, best offense in the country. Um, They've got scores. They've got veterans. They've got – Speed, height, they've got everything you want on offense right now. All right. Brandon Chang, consensus, Houston, Texas, Gonzaga, UConn, and I'm the one guy that's going to pick Kansas. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm Gonzaga, UConn, Houston, Texas. Pretty clean sweep for me. Um, I do like Gonzaga over – I mean, UConn over Gonzaga, actually. And we'll get to that later. But How about Houston, Texas? I like Texas. All right. They're in my final four. Raj, what do you got going on on that side? Yeah, man. Texas all the way. Again, battle of guards. Marcus Sasser being game time. Uh, I got to go Texas straight through. Uh, Hey. Go ahead, Robbie. Oh, so, Raj, you're super high on Texas. Um, Anyway, Texas doesn't hire this interim coach. I don't think so. The guy was Big 12 Coach of the Year, man. Uh, controversial call, but, yeah, Rodney Terry's got to be the guy. I'd, I'd it's, be. It's kind of crazy they haven't made it official already, right? Absolutely. And you and I both know there's always potential politics involved as well. Yeah. Well, let me go ahead and say I have an all-Big 12 uh, side of that bracket. I have Texas and Kansas. Uh <clears throat> getting there I, I think the big 12 is the conference the best conference and i generally kind of relay on that and go back to that and kind of ride what i think is the best conference um we'll hear we'll hear texas a lot out of my mouth coming up because i'm with rog I, I think we may have we may have some of the similar brackets going down the end but this is a Steve Fisher Michigan situation, is what y'all are y'all are pulling out. Yeah, I mean, I, I, <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm, I may may see this, but we picked up a little time. Let's go ahead and jump over to the East, featuring the Tennessee Balls as your four seed. But let's run through it first: Purdue, Far, Far, Farley Dickinson, uh, Memphis, Florida Atlantic, Duke, Oral Roberts, and probably the bracket I've spent the most time on. Robbie, you're a Tennessee fan, and I'll go to Brandon next. What was your early thought about this bracket? Um, it's not the worst um, <laughs> for uh, Tennessee draw. Um, I think, and I'll let Raj talk on this uh, more when he gets to it. Um, I saw USC play in the Bahamas. They gave a healthy, loaded, confident Tennessee team who won that tournament, all they could handle into overtime. 
So if I'm USC, I don't hate that Marquette in the second round. I just it's that that worry of Michigan State in the first round that gets me nervous. Um, you Kentucky being there is always scary. They haven't played well, but they've got talent. Duke's got talent, still haven't played well. They're the hot one of the hottest teams in the country. But to me, they're what Tennessee was last year. A talented team, they're hot. Man, this layoff, it changes things. Uh, and then um, Memphis is dangerous. Purdue, I think, is the best team in this bracket. Um, but, man, it's a tournament, man. Um, you get um, – was it Eadley, Eadley, whatever, uh, the big guys thing. You get hit – I mean, two fouls in the first half. That changes everything. Like, it's – it's not the NBA. There's not six fouls. It's not a seven game series. You can you can put pressure on him. Um, my dream of this bracket is me being in New York um, for the Sweet Sixteen and it being Memphis and UT. Okay, that's not going to happen. But uh, you can keep dreaming. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jane. I'm with Robbie. That's my dream, but it ain't happening. It's uh, not happening. You know, nobody uh, – Robbie, I was shocked. Did, he mentioned Memphis. I love Florida Atlantic, and I think last time I looked, Florida Atlantic is – I thought I thought Florida Atlantic was a was a point favorite, but I may be wrong. But uh, Memphis, Florida Atlantic, that's a that's a pick on I think, in most sites or right at a pick on And uh, Ken Palm has Memphis winning by one. Uh, it's one of the better eight nine matchups in my opinion. I agree with you, Robbie, or I agree with Ken Palm. Brandon, what's your thoughts on that bracket? I do like Memphis a lot. Um, Duke has definitely got the hot hand right now. Uh, they've got the big center that's playing well. I I think this bracket almost looks kind of fluffed up from the outside. And then you've got some blue bloods tied in the middle. I actually think uh, Duke can make a run here uh, in this bracket and and surprise some people. Uh, I do like Memphis a lot as well. So um, that being said, you know, there's another Big 12 team in there. I like um, it's. It doesn't seem as clear cut as you would think with Purdue, in my opinion. I think Memphis is going to give Purdue all they want, and that's going to be a tough game. I almost had Tennessee losing the first round. But I think they got enough to make it through that game. I don't see them getting past Duke in the second. That fair enough. We'll, we'll get right back to you. I like your thoughts, but I kind of got the same, Rod. I sent on the text a week ago that Oral Roberts is a Sweet 16 team, and you've talked about backcourts all night. If we're talking about backcourts, I don't know anybody that's got more leadership and more senior-type players in their backcourt than than, than Oral Roberts. Uh, also, Florida Atlantic, great guard play. Anything there? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I think Oral Roberts was – uh, underseated uh, 30 and 14. You're absolutely right. Senior guard laden. Uh, but Duke, in my opinion, is I hate to say it, but Filipowski, um, just a bad draw for a good, talented, experienced 
Oral Roberts team, uh, Max Agnes, one of the highest scoring kids in the country the last three years. So um, it's going to be an interesting game. There's no doubt. And uh, don't sleep on Connor Vanover, uh, seven footer. So you got two seven footers, uh, experienced guards on Oral Roberts and, and Duke. Wow. I mean, this is a great, great game. In my opinion, the committee getting cute with a with a 12-5 there, uh, which really shouldn't have been a 12-5. What, what do you think about USC and Michigan State? It's a tough call. Um, Michigan State, one thing about USC, they are a top 10 uh, defensive efficiency team in two-point field goals. With three, it, it, it can vary. And Michigan State is one of the top, like, seven three-point percentage shooting teams in the country, um, led by Hauser. My issue with USC is Drew Peterson – Two-time uh, all first-team Pac-12 and uh, Vincent. Uh, uh, why am I blanking on my own guy's name? Uh, Iwuchukwu are both having back problems. That's my biggest concern. Um, USC athletically is far superior. Iwuchukwu is a seven-footer, five-star. Um, you know, nothing like that exists in the Big Ten. Uh, both are not a hundred percent, and that really scares me. I agree. Athletically, USC can be in the Sweet 16, or I could be going home Saturday. Dang. Sorry, unprofessional. That's my boy who's a USC fan, so maybe that's a good sign. Um, but it's a two-point spread for a reason. I, I want to say SC, but uh, I'm scared. These are crazy matchups with teams that, you know, Marquette's the number one team in the country, assist a turnover ratio. Um just a lot of things that don't bode well for this USC team. So it, I'm not real stoked on these draws. I, I, I'm really not, but happy to get in. Let's start right there. Marquette, Vermont. Everybody, Mar our Marquette. Yeah. Yeah, but that's a close yeah. spread, man, for a reason, right? What is it, six? It is. Six and a half is what I saw last. Yeah. Oh, for wow. 2.15. Uh that's insane. That's really insane. That may be the lowest spread I've ever seen for a 215. It, I, I was thinking the same. I think Solid it, Vermont team. Actually, wait a minute. It's up to 10 and a half. I, I saw it lower. I know I, I did. Yeah, I saw it at six and a half, seven to open. Me too. All, all right. It, this is one of the games we all need to throw a pick out. Just first, man. I picked the Trojans, and, and I'll tell you about my thinking. I picked the Trojan because my friend Raj is a Trojan fan. Uh, Robbie? I picked USC also mainly because the great coaches in college basketball seem to be their time is coming to an end. And I think Izzo with Bayheim, Krzyzewski, Williams, they're just all kind of going out the door and not saying Izzo is done, but I just think the game has changed and I, uh, everything's just changed for them and th they don't like it and rightfully so, but yeah, I'm, I'm going with USC. All right, Brandon, we'll, we'll jump ahead. We'll automatically move Kansas State up over Montana State. Kentucky, probably, <laughs> I still think. I, wa I want to make a little pick here on the USC 
Go ahead. Now that we're done with the philosophical BS that Robbie had to throw out there. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> All the yeah, analytics. Yeah. You can throw I'll that part, out. Yeah, let's, let's get the mascot. What mascots do we like better? <laughs> exactly. Hey, Trojans uh, versus you know, Spartans, man. Forget the stats. You know, I don't like anything about Michigan or the state. So both of those <laughs> combined, that's a no-no for me. And uh, I'm all about USC. Michigan State lives or dies by the three. I don't think they make it. Uh, I got USC. Right, and well, what was your next question? That, while you're still there, move on to Kentucky Providence. And you picking against Michigan State is about as surprising as me going to a buffet when I'm hungry. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, this is a scary one here. Providence is is playing really well right now, and that's one of those 11 seeds like Rod was talking about earlier that, that could really make a splash. Um, against my better judgment, I've got UK going uh, with – was it Shiwa? Um yeah. Is leading them. He's dude's a phenomenal player. He's got drive. That whole team, um, they they get tournament ready for a reason. And like I said earlier, this is a kind of a fluffed up uh, bracket in my opinion. And it's it's prime for these blue bloods here in the middle to to make a run. And I like uh, I like UK over Providence here. Anybody on Providence? Real um, quick, fascinating. Bryce Hopkins, Kentucky transfer. Real tight with that Kentucky team, especially Shibway, 6'7", 220. Um, Shibway, closer to 250, but uh, really fascinating, man. A Kentucky transfer that averaged about two points a game because of injuries. Now uh, a near double-double guy. Uh, so, wow, one of my favorite matchups. Yeah, I, 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 I picked Kentucky, but I don't have them getting out of the weekend, so I wouldn't – be surprised if Providence wins. It's a tough matchup. And like I said, Kentucky lost. They lost to a hot Vanderbilt team, but they haven't, you know, their two biggest wins this year. And the reason why they're in the tournament is they beat Tennessee twice. And that's just a good matchup. And the committee has the committee, Ken Palm, net rankings, everyone has overvalued Tennessee all year long. And so any win against Tennessee has elevated teams higher than they probably should be. Um, and so, uh, this is a one point game. Either way, I mean, I trust Providence free throw shooting more than I trust Kentucky's, but I'd still pick Kentucky to win. But it's, I brought you up on the screen because I want you to go to the next segment and we're going to take a second for me sitting here in my orange. If the Vols don't lose the Kai Ziegler on a freak injury, how far do you have him going without Zakai Ziegler, and how far would you go and have him going with Zakai Ziegler? Um, so, with Zakai, um, they're not a four seed. Um, they're probably the, the highest ranked three seed. Um, and so that changes things a little bit. Um, they were still, even with him, they have been injury prone and they've been inconsistent. So, I'm not necessarily saying this. This tournament's going to Tennessee's run in this tournament is going to depend on Zakai or not. Um, how far have them going without them? I look, I the, Louisiana has been the media's darling upset pick. I don't see it. I think Tennessee's defense is too good, and they've just got talent, length, some depth. Even on even if no point guard, they've got depth. Mayshack can he. 
he's the best point guard, I think, right now. Give him the ball. No one can stay in front of him. Let him attack. Um, so I think they beat Louisiana. The matchup, I'm almost sca- more scared of a hot shooting or Roberts than I am of Duke. Um, Tennessee has played Kansas. They've, th- this team's not scared of a name or a program. And so in my bracket, personally, I have – and this brings me back to – look, I've seen a lot of good Tennessee teams not – do well in the tournament. And I've seen some mediocre teams go to the Sweet 16. This reminds me of that Conzo Martin team that was in the first four made the Sweet 16. They've got enough bodies and pieces to make it out of this weekend. So I've got them going to the Sweet 16. The only Tennessee team to make it to the Elite Eight, Conzo Martin. No, Bruce Bruce Pearls. Bruce Pearls, okay. They lost to Michigan State. Or Michigan State. Yep, the Conzo team lost to Michigan, both on bad calls, and we lost to Purdue on a bad call. But I could go on forever. Yep. Hey, what about Hunter Dickinson? Podcast. Is anybody Your favorite player Hunter Dickinson? Yeah, yeah, that guy. Anybody other than uh, Duke out of that? Um, I, I I have Duke, but I would. This is this would this is like Drake in Miami or Kent State, Indiana, or Roberts can beat them. Uh, I'm talking about the Sweet 16. Is it you have Tennessee? Yes. How about what you? about Jordan Brown? What Arizona transfer, Louisiana, double double guy, uh, yes. 6'11", 225, pretty slithery. I don't think anybody on Tennessee really matches up. Is he going to be a big problem for Tennessee? Well, Tennessee's just got a lot of bodies to throw at him. Yeah. So you've got Conway. You've got um, Adu, Awaka, uh, Euros. Like that's 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 twenty fouls you have to really bang up against him. I liked Awaka what I've seen of him, but he's so inconsistent. But yes, the potential is just off the charts. Same with Mayshack, um, phenomenal man defender. Uh, I think he's going to be a great one. Yeah, yeah. Rod Duke out to the Sweet Sixteen. Yeah, I got Duke going far. Uh, Brandon Duke to the Sweet Sixteen. Uh, I've got Duke. Uh, I just Tennessee, unfortunately, they just cannot shoot the ball. They their defenses carried them a long way, but come March time, you're going to get hot hands and hot teams, and you don't have the firepower to compete, in my opinion. So I don't see him getting out of the weekend. I do see him winning the first round. Uh, after here, that, I'm here to re- represent the religious right. <laughs> Oral Roberts to the Sweet 16. Book it down. Put your money on it. Bet your kids out. Trust fund on it. Oral Roberts to the Sweet 16. Don't follow anything I say. All right. Here we go. <laughs> Top half of this bracket is, uh, we've already talked about it a little bit, uh, Purdue, Purdue, Farley, Dickerson, Memphis, uh, Florida, Atlantic, Duke, uh, and Duke is in the other side. Purdue, Farley Dickerson, Memphis, Florida Atlantic. Who do you got, Brandon? Uh, I've got Purdue, and I've got Memphis coming out of that. Um, That's going to be a matchup that's going to surprise some people here uh, with this Memphis team. I don't think Purdue sees it out of the weekend here. Uh, I, I really like this Memphis team right now. Wow. 
Same. Same. What what if Brandon, what if Memphis loses to Florida Atlantic? Well then my bracket goes to shit, Rob. <laughs> 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 it's the whole point. Right? You can't be chalk and normal. And Memphis is hot right now, so that's what you gotta do. All right. I agree with you, except I picked up Florida Atlantic. All right, let's get down towards the end of this bracket. Is the consensus that Duke is out from the bottom side? What's about the top side? Is it Purdue or is it Memphis or is it? Uh, I, I I have Purdue, but I have Purdue on the most. Don't like it. Really think Purdue is set up to lose. Robbie. Oh no! I have Purdue. Rolling. Winning it all. We'll we'll get to that. Um, no, I have Purdue. <laughs> you rolling, do, don't you? You do. I, I, I have, <laughs> I have Purdue oh, beating so Memphis and uh, facing the Vols in the Sweet Sixteen. How can you pick a Big Ten team? And this is the worst <laughs> Big Ten season ever. <laughs> all right, who you got? To- oh, this is hilarious. Um, <laughs> what was the question again? Dude, you clowning! How far do you have Purdue going? <laughs> or how much? How much do you have them winning the championship by? <laughs> Purdue's gonna gonna not make it out of the weekend. That's what I've got. I uh, agree, man. <laughs> All right, give me sixteen. Sweet sixteen. I got Memphis, Duke, Kansas State, and Marquette. All right. Uh, how do you finish that, Rog? What's the consensus? Same, man. I hate to say it. Um, the Kentucky-Marquette game could be outstanding. You don't know what you get with Kentucky. Um, that's a team that could win the national championship if it comes together. Reminds me of that team, I think it was 2014, uh, that was an eight seed that got to the Final Four sometime around that era. Uh, I agree with Brandon. If Purdue couldn't get to the Elite Eight or Final Four last year when they were loaded as a three seed, uh, great guards, Jaden Ivey, a lottery pick. These guards aren't that great. And uh, you got two teams that are going to run. Who did they lose to last year? Uh, St. Peter's in the Sweet 16. Oh, the yeah. The Peacocks. Right. But the it, it's hand. guard play to me. And, and I take – I think Memphis or FAU beats Purdue. I don't see them getting out of the weekend either. All right, I'm I'm feeling more confident in my bracket after hearing this this conversation. <laughs> All right, pretty, pretty pretty good. I'm, I'm not gonna wait on this one. <laughs> Who is coming out of this South bracket? Let's go ahead and make a prediction. To the Final Four, Robbie Davis. I've got Purdue over Kansas State. Rod Meta. Duke, sadly, Duke. Brandon James. Duke, like I said, it's prime for the Blue Bloods in this bracket, and Duke's the one coming out. I'm the only person that has Marquette going. Yeah, I've got Kansas State beating Marquette. Number one in the country, assisted turnover ratio. They shoot the three. Tyler Kolick, point guard, probably right now playing the best in the country. They don't make mistakes. All right. Uh, well, we'll, well, we know where the we know where the four of us. Our brackets gonna separate from each other. It's it's yeah. the East. <laughs> the yeah. East is Purdue widely considered the most susceptible uh, number one seed. Let's jump oh. up 
uh, probably to what most people have been waiting just to get to now, the south of the bracket. And at the top of the south bracket is the University of Alabama. Robbie, um, Alabama as a number one, number one overall seed, yes or no? Yeah, I mean, they deserve it based on resume. Um, there's a rivalry reason why I really hope they don't win, but then there's a more reason. I'm not sure I've ever rooted for a team to lose more than this Alabama team. I like it. And, and I don't I don't think I have to explain why. I think everyone knows why. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. I think uh, in the east or in the south, it is Arizona, a, a Pac Ten team. And I think, just Randall's opinion, the very best Pac Ten team sitting at the bottom of that bracket across from Alabama. I will foreshadow a little bit. I have Arizona beating Alabama if we get there. What I mean, how good it and it's a team Tennessee played early in the year when Tennessee was the best it was during the year. And, and Arizona kind of took them to school. So, I, what, I think you're confusing the whole Pac-10, Big Ten, Pac-12 thing. I, think, I can help with this whole Pam Pam situation. I, I think, and yeah. Arizona only beat Tennessee by five. Stepbrothers yeah, reference. Yeah, I'm and, kidding. No, I knew what you meant. They are Pac-12. <laughs> now they're about to be the Pac-10 again. Yeah, I, big <laughs> Big Ten, <laughs> the Big Ten. <laughs> Pam and Pam, baby, Step Brothers <laughs> reference. Look, I'm in under an hour and ten minutes, y'all quit giving me. That's I, over. I like I like busting you, man. Come on, uh, Rod. What do you think about Arizona? And it was five at Tucson, but I think Robbie would both agree. At that point, we thought Tennessee was untouchable. Absolutely. Um, you know, that was a big matchup of bigs. Ballo and uh, Tubelis, who uh, one of the finalists for the Carl Malone Power Forward Award. Uh, Courtney Ramey, the uh, transfer from Texas. It's a very well-balanced team. Kirk Kreese, their point guard, uh, probably the least liked player in college basketball, in my opinion. He's just a total douche. But Arizona's got enough to go very far. And, uh, yeah, I agree with you. Um, I think Baylor could pose a, a big issue, and I agree with Rob in that uh, Alabama is the le- least liked. Game in Birmingham, uh, I read Brandon Miller's got an armed security guard due to threats. Um, irony? Ugh. So uh, a team that relies too much on the three, in my opinion. But, anyway, um, I got the uh, Arizona or Baylor winner coming out of that bracket crazy bracket alabama while they're the number one seed and anybody can add to this maryland west virginia underneath is not an easy eight nine for alabama especially west virginia who i feel like is a brandon a almost lunch pail your workman type team that just shows up and plays hard and that's a dangerous team this time of year yeah so um Statistically, I think Alabama is like a 49% chance of coming out of this bracket. And the only hiccup that is possible is West Virginia. Um, They're a dangerous team for Alabama. And I personally like Alabama here in this this situation. You take morale and 
you know, feelings and all that out of it, and you just go straight gambling. Alabama's the best team in this bracket, uh, and they're they're probably going to come out. So I like Alabama. I love Arizona as well. I think they're going to meet, and I think Alabama makes it to the final four. You hold it there, letting you go that far yet, Robbie. Robbie, uh, <clears throat> top bottom of the bracket. I know you don't like Alabama, but do you see them falling anywhere between the winner of Arizona and Baylor could be the team to trip Alabama up? Um, no, I don't. And to Raj's point, I, I saw that article that he referenced too, and I thought a armed security guard or armed security detail was uh, a very long synonym for teammates. <laughs> I've been sick. Dude, don't make me laugh. <laughs> um, but anyways, to answer your question, no, I, I don't trust San Diego State, Virginia. Any, I think Alabama cruises to the Elite Eight. All right. All right. Let's go bottom side. I do like – I do think that Missouri-Utah State matchup is interesting, Robbie. Or what? What's your take on that? Man, so seeing Missouri in person twice this year, they force you to play their speed. Um, they will press all game. They're kind of like the Nolan Richardson, 40 minutes of hell. Um, with that said, though – with experienced guards, with experienced play, you can you can beat that and get some open looks. That's going to be a high-scoring game. Utah State's really, really good. Uh, Missouri is a two-team team, I guess, and they have some how their role players play. Kobe Brown is really, really good. Sensational. At number five, I can't think of his name right off the top of my head. He's really good. They've, they just pretty much – they scored more together than, you know, Tennessee starting five scored both times. That That's a dangerous team, but Utah State, this is this is one of the hardest 7-10s on the board, um, in my opinion. I, took I think Mizzou. it's the closest spread of them all. It's yeah. one. Yeah, I took Mizzou, but, I mean, that's one of those literally flip a coin or just click back and forth till the bracket locks. Raj, I'm going to let you have a shot at that, and then we're going to go to the finals. Same, man. I, I got that game close, so I could really see Utah State coming out of it. Extremely balanced team. Five guys, I believe, that average double figures. How good is the Mountain West? We don't really know. Kobe Brown is really skilled. And uh, I think just like that second-round Duke-Maryland-West uh, Virginia game, the refs are going to determine a lot. If they let them play, Kobe Brown's going to eat. And – same with Alabama, Maryland and West Virginia are both teams that will beat you up. So if the refs let them play, you know, watch out for both of those games, man. Missouri can go really far um, and, you know, Alabama could lose that second week or the, the, that Sunday rather. I yeah, Maryland that. is really good. Yeah, very balanced team, extremely balanced and very physical. All right. Uh I know I have Alabama, Arizona. Does anybody have anything other than that? No. I don't. Can we talk about the Creighton, uh, Go ahead. NC State, Baylor 
Go ahead. And I don't even know you UCSB. You see Santa Barbara. Gauchos. Gauchos, yeah. Well, one of the biggest campuses you'll ever see. I've got Creighton over Baylor here. Uh, in, in playing Arizona, interesting uh, in the in the Sweet Sixteen. So I don't know if any of you guys had that. I've got I've got the same thing. I've got Creighton over Baylor, and then I got Arizona beating them though. I do too. I've got Arizona Alabama. All right. Okay. Sorry, that's all I had to say. Just oh. I was curious about that Creighton Baylor matchup. If, but since you're on, you guys thought on it. Arizona Alabama. You already called it once. Go ahead. Bama. Yeah, Bama. Raj, Arizona, Alabama. I went with Arizona, but I'm not confident in that at all. Robbie, Arizona, Alabama. Arizona, spite pick. All right. So we got somewhat of an established Final Four. All right. So just refresh. Who My Final Four are Arizona, Purdue, Houston, the Zags. All right. Rod, your final four? Uh, you said Arizona, Purdue, Houston. So I have Texas, Arizona, although I do not like that. And I could see Alabama as well. Duke, and uh, who am I missing? The UConn. Zags or UConn? I have Gonzaga, Texas, Duke, and uh, Alabama, Arizona winner. Right. <laughs> Which one? I'm gonna go with Arizona because I, I think have, Alabama. I have, I have the West winner of in the final four. The winner. I just don't have confidence in our conference, man. Right. I really don't. Give me a final game though from those two. I got Duke in Texas. All right, Robbie. Um, Purdue and Gonzaga. Oh, you picked Purdue, didn't you? That's the all-white guy. The oh all-white guy final. I heard you say that, but I would have been called a racist. So apologies so to Iowa. With, oh, right. and Utah State, my bad. My final four, I got UConn, Texas, Duke, and Alabama. And then I've got Alabama, Texas, in the championship game. All right. I've got uh, – I, I've got my final game as I got Texas beating Kansas on the one side, and then I've got Arizona beating. I kind of was all over the place in that bottom bracket, so uh, I think I ended up with Marquette in the hundred dollar bracket. So I've got Arizona Texas final game, uh, and I'll give you mine. I'll start with me. I'll bring it out. Only time I have Texas, the Longhorns. The T is. For Texas, I guess. I have Texas winning the national championship over the Arizona, and I think I put it at 156 in points. Not 78, Robbie. Not 78. Brandon, who do you have in your uh, final game and championship? I've got Alabama over Texas in the final score of 148 points. I, I hate you. Not, I, hate I know. You. I hate myself for it, but you know you you got to put logic into play when you're gambling. So, yeah, Raj Meta. I think we're screwed, Randall, because I got Texas over Duke with a combined score of one fifty three. Uh, yeah, two of the biggest bad luck dudes ever. With you obviously taking the cake, 
Um, yeah, I don't feel good about it. <laughs> I'm going to change your bracket if I was you right now. I'd go change it immediately. Robbie I, Davis, you get last pick on this. I've got, <laughs> I've got Purdue. Oh my God! Championship over you, dude. Uh, and I've got the total score, one forty-one, a classic seventy-one to seventy. Um, oh. Purdue getting a BS call at the end to win. Oh my God! Robbie, we started before the show. You tell me you hate it. Your bracket. You, I see why now. I understand exactly why. I see why. I understand why. I know. I do hate it. It's I don't awful. like it. I don't like it one bit. I, I, uh, <laughs> Great show. Bro. Hey, call me when they don't make it out of the weekend. We'll <laughs> talk about it. <laughs> We've kind of talked about it. I want to go through last thing of the show, and we'll call it a night. Your favorite opening weekend, and I have that because I, I've, y'all know what I'm going to talk about. Of all time, Robbie, what's your favorite opening weekend of the NCAA tournament? Man, um, sorry, Raj. I believe it was 1996, Titus Edney, UCLA. They won. Uh, t- yeah, back t- they took took it across, down court against Missouri. I think it was layup at the buzzer. Then they five point three next- seconds. Yeah, yeah it they- was ninety four ninety five because I was a freshman in college. Yeah, then they won the next. I can't remember who they beat the next game, but it was two. Back to back UCLA wins, and they went on to win the championship. My sister got her PhD at UCLA, so um, I, was- I always looked at UCLA basketball. Uh, Ed O'Bannon, well, yeah. now screw him because he's the reason why we don't have NCAA football on PlayStation. So I guess it's kind of some irony. That That's weekend, why we have NILs, man. Yeah, he is the reason why. Uh, that weekend, I think it stands out. Um, Another that that's the weekend that stands out right off the top of my head that that first weekend. But I remember as a kid, this was always sacred time. My mom's a giant college basketball fan, and we we would always she'd always hold me out from school. We'd always watch these these Thursday and Friday. It was always mandatory day offs. Got it. I'm gonna go next. Mine is about where I was at and what happened in the Sweet 16, and I don't know why. This bothers me so bad. You said it, first weekend, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but but Tennessee was dominating the first weekend oh. in Las Vegas. And it was the year, I have to talk, I don't remember the exact year, but Tennessee walks through to the Sweet 16. They're so good. And it's, um, what's that, Jerry Green's last second to last team. And they, they get to the Sweet 16. But that weekend, the first round, the first and second round. Is that the one with Harris on it? Um, yeah. Guy from Memphis? Yeah. 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 Tony spent, Harris. Yeah. Yeah. You're exactly right. Yeah. I, that weekend, yeah, that first two rounds in Las Vegas. And I remember I was staying at the Mirage and I got back to the sports book and uh, I left after the last game and I got to my room and I pulled out clips from my pocket and there were so many of them that I had to pop, make a pile that literally was like a fruit basket where I was just going to bet overs and unders and half times and this team's down seven. If you ever get a chance to sit in a live Vegas sports book on NCAA round one and two opening weekend, oh, yeah. it is great. 
a record. I probably, I probably placed 500 bets over four days, and I think I ended up down $45. But still, I, I had so much fun, so much fun, that it, it is something I want to do again. And you're right. Tony Harris was the point guard, and, and we also had uh, the, the center from over in Memphis, Brandon something, but uh, was up was up 15 on NC at one point and never been to the lead eight, and I was so sure we're going to the lead eight. But uh, that weekend, uh, special, special memory. Uh, also, I, I have to say I was sitting with a bunch of Kentucky fans when Christmas, Christian Leitner hit the shot to put Kentucky out of the tournament. That's maybe my favorite basketball memory of all time. So, Rog, go ahead. First round, um, I just think back to the 16-1 UMBC over Virginia, a team that went on to win the national championship the next year, Virginia. Um, the running Rebs, Randall will remember that. Uh, the 91 team was just unbelievable, 30-0. and 0. Uh, Loyola Marymount, after Hank Gathers had passed uh, with, with uh, Bo Kimball. And finally, probably the cleanest buzzer beater I've ever seen, uh, and that's Valparaiso and yeah. Bryce Drew. Before Just State. an amazing play. Uh, by the way, uh, he is now the coach of Grand Canyon in the tournament. And so that was the cleanest buzzer beater I've ever seen. And so I've got to go with that as the most distinct memory. All right, Brandon, last words on that. Yeah, so as you guys know, I'm, I've been a big fan of March Madness, but never really into college basketball like you guys. And about eight years ago, my daughter was born. And about two or three weeks after she was born, I was scheduled for a bachelor party in Vegas for March Madness. And my poor wife allowed me to go. And <laughs> it was it was the greatest experience I, I've had in Vegas. It was unbelievable sitting in sports books. I, I felt terrible at the time, but also happy. You know, it, she did have help from her mother, which was I was very thankful for. But um, that's just how she is. She's allowed me to do stuff like that. So uh, that's my biggest memory. And and like Randall said, Vegas, uh, March Madness. There's nothing like it. Sitting in a sports book. Um, also, the highest there. number of strippers in, uh, I think, in the, <laughs> all year is that weekend. So I've heard. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's hard to tell the difference between uh, certain people. So I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> what a way, what a great story to end. Anybody got a final word or a final thought that we haven't thought about? Um, yeah, just real quick, for people that haven't been to Vegas, that live in Tennessee or any of these states that have smartly – legalized sports gambling i get it i get your argument oh i can just sit at the sports bar i can sit home and gamble it's not the same it's not close to the same don't think that do not short your change get to vegas for at least one opening weekend of march madness it it is unbelievable it is i'll give i'll give you an analogy for that it's like cooking at your house versus going out to eat like it's completely different having that experience where you're there versus not going out to going know. to the best like steakhouse or yeah whatever your your thing is going to the best in the world it's, it's a badass right. dj it's morton right. chicago versus western Sizzler. Yeah. yeah 
for Brandon Jane, Roger Meta, Robbie Davis, and this was a great show. We'll see y'all down. Oh, wait, that was our final thoughts for the whole show. No, I've got more thoughts. Well, give it to us. Okay. All right. Let me just get back to this bracket stuff. (laughs) (laughs) How can you, if you have like, like, Hey, we're all in charge of cleaning the pool. That means no one's in charge of cleaning the pool. If you fill out eight brackets, you don't have a bracket. So don't talk to me about your success. Don't talk to me about your terrible brackets. You just don't have a bracket. So, what success? So delete your brackets, pick Purdue to win it all, and thank me later. You gotta have. I speak for Randall with this. I think you gotta have one or two where you just go balls out. Um, the most experienced team in the country is Utah State, and uh, I believe I have them in the Final Four in one of mine as a ten seed. Um, you don't have a bracket then. Uh, then yeah, I agree because there's no success. Like you said, I'm not going to brag about success because every year I end up behind my wife in one pool. It's like Rod, um, Rod she's picking Rod. whether or not the ducks would would beat a beaver. And well, uh, well actually, actually, all of all all three of you, you guys all have a favorite child. If I, you have more than one child, you don't have a favorite child. Favorite child. It, the highest one. money bracket then is the one I go with. I play in DraftKings, which is a $100 bracket to win a million. Every pick I believe in is in that bracket. So if I send it from that, it's the one I believed in. See, I sent my, I did the same bracket in 12 pools. Oh, I do too. Because but then I have integrity. I, I will do a uh, high integrity. Has their little bracket thing where you can fill out 25, and I'll just do a bunch of random stuff that I don't believe in that hey. could happen. Robbie Brick Purdue, his integrity. Good any any money I'm putting on it. Well, judging judging by the four of y'all, if Purdue wins, I'm gonna retire. <laughs> I do it with different groups yeah. of friends, man, and and I know some who are picking randomly, and some that are aggressive. So I I can vary it up. It's a strategic decision, in my opinion. Well, so so that 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 is an argument. Like I entered entered this North Alabama hillbilly bracket. Yeah. Challenge and yeah, yeah they're all. I don't do any random. I wouldn't have picked Alabama anyways, but I may win that for when Purdue wins. Every one of mine is. I don't have any randoms. Like they're all like groups of friends. Every, five different brackets, which I never win. Yeah, I, I had to pay. I had to pay for this this North Alabama bracket. I don't know. Well, I guess I didn't gamble. Allegedly. <laughs> All right. Anybody Don't got get me fired. Going once because I got to do yeah, I got a quick – I love March Madness. Uh, one heartbreaker was uh, Harold Miner, USC, losing to James Forrest with a point uh, – whatever. Randall may remember that one. But, yeah, that sucked. And uh, But I was also fortunate enough to be – we don't have an illustrious history at USC's two uh, Elite Eight appearances, 2001 in Philly – Oddly enough, the other Sweet 16 team there was UCLA, both of us in Philly. Uh, SC beat Kentucky, and I've never seen more sad faces in my life. And then uh, in the bubble year, I was fortunate enough to be uh, at USC's uh, Elite Eight there. Got smoked by Gonzaga. But uh, I'm one of the few people on earth that have been to uh, USC's two Elite Eight performances in the last 21 years. I'm proud of that. Maybe a third this weekend. Robbie, you got anything else or are you done? 
I mean, I can always say something else. <laughs> All right. Uh, if I will He's say done. this, if we want to do a show about March Madness heartbreak. I can, I'll go year by year and tell you about uh, yeah. it all. Dude. Brent, go have a good time with your little girl. Yep, I'm out. Hey, I got a little dog sitting over here looking at me. If I don't take him out, he's going to pee before. So I will talk to everybody later down the road. Robbie Davis, Brandon Change, Rod Meta. You have been regularly speculated to probably bad picks. <laughs> See you next year. Don't pick Purdue. <laughs> yeah, that's.